hosts Jacob and Michael. Everybody, welcome to Back in Tunes. I'm your host Yogi Bear, and my other sidekick over here. Hey, boo boo. Hey, hey there, everybody. How y'all doing? Well, we ain't the regular co-hosts. We ain't Michael and Jacob. I can't do that for very long. I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Some, well, I mean, good thing I don't have to do high pitched notes because I can't do those right now for some reason. Jay Yogi. Yeah, it's like you have to grab your balls a little bit. <laughs> No, I can't even do that. Like, it just won't come out. It's like I'm losing that part of my voice. I can't hit high-pitched tones. I can't sound all girly and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard. Well, as you get, with all that smoking you do, you eat 14 packs at a time. Seriously, he's got a very big mouth. I've seen it. He's going for world record, everybody. Yeah, bigger than the Netflix show Big Mouth. <laughs> he's uh, the world's fastest to emphysema. That's what you're going for. <laughs> exactly. I'm breaking records one way or another, kid. If you didn't know, uh, this episode is our Yogi Bear episode, and uh, some of my old co-workers will remember that I love to freak out customers by walking around the store with the Yogi Bear voice as if it was my normal voice. I was younger then. That was 10 years ago. My lungs were better, so I could do that for hours without getting a headache. But I used to just walk around going, how's it going? Can I help you find something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. It's quite fun to do at times. <laughs> Electronics is down that aisle to your right. <laughs> I had to do that with a stupid voice from Family Guy. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> People were like laughing. They're like, really? If you want to know what that item is, do you better bring a picnic basket? Well, quite honestly, I don't want it. Get away from <laughs> you, fuzzy pair. Oh, what if they just did that? Know. What if there was Stewie and Yogi Show? <laughs> Oh, good God. I mean, I don't think Stewie would have any tolerance for Yogi whatsoever. He'd probably just skin him alive and <laughs> yeah, flay him and like lay him out on the carpet. Just have him, have him be a new rug. Skin him. <laughs> does a bear crap in the woods? It does. Now turn around. I gotta go. I had too many picnic biscuits. All right, that's it. Now's the winter of your discontent, Yogi. I'm gonna use you to wipe my butt. <laughs> 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 Can't have sticky fur. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah. No. Oh, uh, where do we where do we start today, Michael? Where do we start? Okay. Well, I mean, there's so many Yogi Bear. We we did our Hanna Barbera episode months ago, and the same thing with Scooby Doo. There's so many iterations of this that. Oh my god, it's so hard. You covered some, I covered some, we watched some of the same things. Of course, we've all seen the original, uh, which started as a Huckleberry Hound segment, and it was so popular that not only did it get its own show, boy, did it leave Huckleberry Hound in the dust. Oh god, yes. I mean, if you were to ask people, like, when it comes to cartoons or classic cartoons, they'll say Yogi Bear over Huckleberry any day of the week. In fact, in these iterations that, um, that we've looked over... Huckleberry was actually a guest. He was yeah. like one of his friends. He was in this little group. Well, that's how it changed. It, it's, it's somewhere in the late 60s it became, oh, well, never mind. Let's uh, take our focus off Huckleberry Hound. Let's move to Yogi Bear. And then, of course, Scooby-Doo took over. It's always been kind of a battle between the two. Who's more popular? I think Scooby has clearly shown over the last 20 years that he's obviously the winner of this one. Oh, definitely. Oh, God. Have you seen his latest trailer? Oh, wait. I think you showed it. I did. It was fantastic. I got really oh, sad. God. Oh, I know. It, it, it just touches you right in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the weirdest thing is this started off as kind of an inspiration 
from an MGM cartoon um, called Barney Bear. Now, I don't believe Hanna-Barbera actually worked on Bar uh, Barney Bear. Um, I believe it was a Tex Avery creation, I think. Oh, it's okay. so far back there. This is... Most people, when they think of MGM cartoons, they just think of Tom and Jerry, but there was a separate division with Screwy Squirrel, uh, Barney Bear, uh, I feel like I'm missing one, and then all the uh, segments from Tex Avery. So when MGM shut down, uh, Hanna-Barbera was interested in that kind of character. Um, so they gave him his own spinoff, and, and that's when it really just like, oh, like almost an instant hit. And... Ah. I'm trying to think. Now, Yogi Bear, I think, lasted for a few seasons, and then that's when they started separating it out into different spinoffs, and that's where it gets a little crazy. Uh, oh, Dawes God. Butler did the voice of uh, Yogi Bear, who was one of the great... Everybody talks about Mel Blanc, but for me, it's Dawes Butler. He always did, like... He was good at doing, like, lots of Hanna-Barbera voices. Um, he does a lot of, like, yokels. He was in a bunch of droopy dog cartoons where he was like, Hey, man, look at that droopy dog. He's amazing. <laughs> that kind of, you know. Are you still there? Did I lose you? I did lose you. This is awkward for everybody involved. Hi, how are you? Would you like to get a drink while this reconnects? How was your day at work? Was it good? Oh, well, that's nice. Uh, Meatloaf's almost ready. Um, I'm trying to figure out where Jacob is. Hold on a second. One second. Oh. Speak to me, boy! You're there! Wake up! Hey! Ugh, sorry. I was in a bit of a carb coma. I overdid it today. <laughs> oh, sorry, Yogi. That was weird. Like, our connection, like, both of our connections kind of just went down at the same time. It took forever. So I was awkwardly just asking our uh, listeners how dinner was and how work went. And that, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we were talking about Dawes Butler before. You were taken away from this galaxy and sent to another one. Your Stargate wasn't acting properly. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, Dawes Butler, um, for people who don't know, was famous for Wally Gator, Yogi Bear, uh, Elroy Jetson, Quick Draw McGraw, Huckleberry Hound. Um, why did I think that he did Snaggle... He, he didn't do Snagglepuss. Exit! Stage left! <laughs> Go right even. It's funny, because I was just looking at this, and uh, it says Yogi Bear, and it shows like... Um, you know how they show like their family members sometimes. Uh, it's weird. It says yeah. uh, Snagglepuss friend. Well, was Snagglepuss part of Yogi Bear? And I missed this because if you're gonna count all his friends, oh, that's everybody. That's everybody in the uh, Hanna Barbera universe. Pretty much, yeah. Because uh, watching these iterations, I'm like, it's the same group. It's uh, there'll be Quick Draw, there'll be Huckleberry Hound, there'll be um, of course Snagglepuss, still being the sassy usual self. <laughs> I think it was uh, Yogi Bear and Friends, like the original one that started out, and where it's like you know, he was a. I think Yogi just made a comment of him being a sea cook. He's like a sea cook. Why not an A cook even? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Yogi Bear and like, Friends what? is the uh, the second series. It was Yogi Bear show for thirty three oh. episodes, which is one year. What we saw. Um, the, the clip I sent you was Yogi Bear and Friends, which was kind of a amalgam show with new stuff and old stuff and all the other characters that we love. And that ran for three years. And that's the one that really, a huge syndicated package went out for a long time. Huh. Now I know. Ahora se. <laughs> and Yogi's gang is basically the same kind of thing. It's uh, just an amalgam of all the characters together. This will kind of open up things like, you know, Scooby-Doo, Laugh Olympics and stuff like that. 
that's the way the 70s was with a lot of these classic characters. They would just get someone, whoever's really popular, like Yogi and Scooby, and get all these people together in these big adventures. Right. Oh, yeah, kind of like with the new Scooby-Doo movies. But, except it wasn't always just guest starring. It was just, you know, the entire ragtag group. Yeah. Um, Scooby was just the leader. Well, that's what leads us into the ones that I really thought were interesting. In the late 70s, when Hanna-Barbera, like we talked about this before, Hanna-Barbera was scraping the bottom of the barrel during the late 70s because they just didn't have anything fresh. I don't know what the hell was going on. I don't think things really cleared up until advertising laws had changed with the FCC where you could use a cartoon to promote a toy. Like it could be a half-hour advertisement, but the rule was you had to do like a thing at the end that says, hey, what did we learn in this episode, kids? You know, that's when all of a sudden everybody got hired to promote toys. So Ruby Spears, Hanna-Barbera, Marvel, and all those guys. That's when the 80s are so um, just filled to the brim with all these crazy ideas. And yes, most of them are based on toys or comics. 70s were just dire straits. Basically, Hanna-Barbera and Filmation were propping everything up. So, so that brings us to 78, and we're kind of hitting the end of that run where uh, we have Yogi's Space Race, which I absolutely loved. It's, it's, it makes no sense because they're in these vehicles in space with nothing keeping the air in, and they're just riding around in space because you know the animation on the shield would probably be more difficult. So in reality, Yogi Bear's head would have exploded in the first five seconds of episode one. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, it's space. They would have been frozen. There would have been no oxygen for them. They're dead. Kaput. Gone. Split. Out of here. It it felt like wacky races to me. But Oh, very much so. It's, it's the same concept. I mean, in fact, I think it's the same villain. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, yeah, Dick Dastardly. He's yeah. always there. So it, it's basically the same concept, but um, I don't know. I just thought opening it up into space was a lot of fun. But, yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember. There wasn't. There was a whole hell of a lot... This, this and the next one, Yogi's what Space Goose. There's a lot of characters like they were only popular that brief moment, and you can see that Hanna Barbera is trying very hard to launch all these characters into you know oh these will be our next run of popular characters. Yes, but lo and behold, nobody knows who they are. Stayed. Yeah, let's go. Let's go through the characters real quickly because oh boy. Okay, so Adamant we know. Augie Doggy and Doggy yes. Daddy, are, they always had a cult following. We have even um, a magnet on our fridge with Augie Doggy and Doggy Daddy. Oh, yeah. I've seen them all the time on Boomerang. I have no idea who Hokey Wolf is. Um, we have Huckleberry Hound, Lippy the Lion, mm-hmm. and Hardy Har Har. Boy, I feel like we ran across that somewhere, but it doesn't... No. <laughs> Okay, well, I know Peter Potamus, but not from his original cartoon. I know Peter Potamus is the guy who worked in the office with Harvey Birdman. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now I remember Peter Potamus, but I didn't know him before that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Yaki Doodle, Wally oh. Gator, Touche Turtle, and Dum Dum? Who the fuck that is? <laughs> Yaki Doodle. Oh, God. Freaking Yaki Doodle. Oh, God. He guilt trips you into winning. If I remember, there was, a, there was an episode of... No, no. I think it was in the video game that uh, Yaki Doodle gets set up for murder or something like that. I mean, it might have been an episode, but I'm pretty sure that was a video game. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. A three-inch high yellow bird. Yaki Doodle. He was a serial killer, apparently. <laughs> I know. Like, uh, serious. <laughs> I don't know, it's like, did he accidentally hug someone to death because he loved them so much? It's like, is that what he did? I tried, I tried to do his voice, but I can't. I was, I was going to try to do it in the voice of the guy from Science of Land. 
<laughs> Eat pre lotion in your basket. I can't do it. I can't do a death voice. Oh God, I can't do it. Possible, you're like drooling all over the microphone. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? It's. I mean, I can only just make the noise, like you know, when he goes angry, like Donald Duck. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Um, here's another one. Squiddly diddly. That sounds like something that like Jack Black says <laughs> in the Tenacious D album. Skilly doo doo, skilly dee. Yeah, it is. That is. That's almost like. Yeah, it's it almost like his little silly version of scat. Yeah, riga go go go, riga go go. A cold chest to behold. <laughs> Snooper and blabber. No idea who the hell that is. None. Man, it. I'm I'm, I'm confounded. I have no. I know not who they be. Ricochet Rabbit and Droop Along? Uh, is Droop Along? Hold on. I feel like those are familiar. I don't know. But uh, these it seems like this is all the main character you know and then like their sidekick. Like I know Quick Draw McGraw, but I have no idea who Baba Louie is. Um, Baba Louie. Pumpkin Push. Baba Louie. P- Pumpkin Puss and Mushmouth sound like a porno. That's a, that, I don't like that. <laughs> that sounds like something from the movie. Uh, oh, Orgasmo. God. Happy Time Murders. Oh, I still haven't seen that, damn it. The code you gave me uh, doesn't work unless it's on iTunes. My iTunes isn't working properly, so I still haven't seen it. Ah! <laughs> uh, You've been deprived. I find it hilarious. I still find it hilarious. I mean, it's puppets. Yeah. But that's the beauty of it as well. Well, have you seen Meet the Feebles by Peter Jackson? Oh, God. All right. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, okay. Uh, along yeah, so Yogi's character. Gang, it just kept being spun off and spun off and spun off into all the stuff. And, and the funny thing is, a lot of these were repackaged later on this cartoon show on USA called Uta- uh, USA Cartoon Express, which I think right. ended before you were ever born. I'm not 100% certain about it. Have you seen it? It's always on Saturdays, cartoon I think. Cartoon Express. Yeah. Sounds awfully familiar. I don't know. When did it uh, finish airing? I'm going to look right now, actually. Because that was a big deal. I feel like that got replaced by... You remember the block that was on USA with Wildcats and Savage Dragon and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, it ended in 96, so you might have seen it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I sound familiar. Oh, okay, yeah, I was only eight years old. Only eight years old? I was in college. Oh, I got to wear my teeth. I was, I was but a lad. Okay. Young, young lad. So here it is, uh, just for anybody who's curious. USA uh, Cartoon Express got replaced by USA Action Extreme Team, which had Wing Commander, Street Fighter II, Mortal Kombat, Savage Dragon, and Wildcats. That I remember. Yeah. That I definitely remember that block, because I watched Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter II. Um, yeah, and I think after that is when they started focusing on like uh, Duckman and stuff like that. But they, the USA gave up on animation a long time ago. Sadly... They did, yeah, because, no, uh, you can't, I mean, all, what I do remember from USA was definitely Sky Surfers, um, the, uh, the block you just mentioned, and, uh, oh, gosh, the Marvel cartoons, Iron Man. Yeah. Fantastic Four. That that was, no, 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 those are on CBS. I remember that, but they might got rerun on USA. Oh. I think they did get rerun. Okay, okay. yeah, no, that probably is what happened. Ah. This is uh, okay, so the show after that the follow up is more about adventures in space where they're not racing each other. Um, that was called Galaxy Goof Ups, and oh. it's just another one of those weird ass fucking characters I've never heard of. Draco, Tacky Cat, Space Spider, Captain Snurdly, Quack Up, Scare Bear. All you got that I know is Yogi Bear and Huckleberry Hound. So no wonder this didn't last very long. Yeah, exactly. And plus, like the premise of that cartoon, it's like they. It was pretty much as if, like, the Three Stooges were, like, 
meets uh, Buck Rogers. Yeah. Almost. Biddy, biddy, Buck. Exactly. They were, it's like they were dumb, and yet they ended up solving the puzzle. <laughs> they ended up cracking the case and saving the galaxy. Like, what? Yeah. Just because they have really? to, I guess. Um, uh, if I remember correctly, Hanna-Barbera, I don't, I don't really know how the company exactly sold the rights. I don't think they were bought by Warner Brothers until the 90s or maybe late 80s. But they were still an independent company, and they started selling some of their packages, like I said, in syndication. But they started doing newer stuff in syndication because I want to say it was in 84, 85, they did the Jetsons meet the Flintstones, as just like a lark. And they aired it over, I want to say, Thanksgiving weekend, and it was a fucking phenomenon. I mean, it was a massive, massive ratings. And because of that, the Jetsons got a whole revival when... You know, not a lot of people remember, Jetsons only lasted one season. Oh, dang. Yeah, but it's, it's the thing is they got repackaged, and the syndication Jetsons show, I believe, ran for three or four more years. And that's what most people remember. Oh. Then it ended with the big-budget uh, theatrical movie, the Jetsons movie. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, that's right. Where Elroy, Elroy def, uh, befriends that, ro- that little alien. Yes, and it bursts oh. from his chest and takes over the world. <laughs> yes, of course. And then it created a new spawn of aliens. And Jane and comes up, get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Judy! Oh yeah, Jane went all nuts, so she had to stay strong. <laughs> the um, Oh, and then Bishop, their version of Bishop is uh, Rosie. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Pretty good for a human. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah, but Rosie, oh, yeah, no, she's full automaton. She fucks shit up. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was a big success. So Warner Brothers, or sorry, uh, Hanna-Barbera started uh, reviving some of their characters and specials and movies and shows. So I feel like I saw tons of Yogi Bear specials, like Christmas specials and stuff like that. And there was a big one called Yogi's Treasure Hunt, which I believe was a special, and then turned into a series, which went... Oh, wow. God... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm looking at this right now. It was on. I, I know it was on for years, but this has only 27 episodes over a three-year period. So it must have been packaged with other cartoons. Look at oh, this. it had to have been for only that many episodes? Yeah, it's uh, 10 per the first season, then there was 8 for the second season, and 9 for the third season. Okay, so this clearly was packaged up in something else. I'm going to look this up. It was wow. packaged as part of... The Fantastic World of Hanna-Barbera. I forgot about that. Wow, I feel like that's where I saw GoBots. I'm going to look this up. I'm curious what the other cartoons were. Oh, wow. It, 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 it combined cartoons with music videos. That's oh, wow. strange. Holy shit. There was a game show as part of it called Skedaddle, hosted by <clears throat> Jennifer Love Hewitt. Holy crap. I'll have to look this up. Wow. Eventually, hold on. So, oh, kids, kid, kids game shows from the 80s. The only one anybody ever remembers is Double Dare because that lasted so long. But there was a lot of them. Finders, Keepers, and Funhouse probably being some of my favorite ones. Oh, wow, no. Oh, wait, Finders, Keepers. And then there was Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Double Dare did well, go what's, on for what's, a what's, long, what's the long video time. game one? There's a video game one on Nickelodeon. Nick Arcade. Nick Arcade, thank you. Um... So this was actually on from 1985 to 1994. I had no idea it lasted that long. That's crazy. And I could tell you the cartoons, but we're going to be here for an hour, and I'm going to need a nap. 
<laughs> oh gosh, wow, man, that's nuts. But uh, Dang, it, was, it, was, I, it was kind of a repackage of stuff. So we had the Smurfs and Snorks, but then we had new stuff like Sky Commanders, which I totally love and no one remembers. The revival of Richie Rich, a pup named Scooby Doo, Pirates of Dark Water Kids. Oh yes, Paw Paws, whatever that is. I never heard of this one. Midnight Patrol: Adventures in the Dream Zone. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, Adventures in the Dream Zone. Never heard of that one. Um, so Yogi's Treasure Hunt was a return to form, and that's why I think it was more popular, is because it's when you get almost all of the big guys: Top Cat, Oggy Doggy, Snagglepuss, Quick Draw, Huckleberry Hound, Ranger Smith. Uh, Dick Dastardly and Muttley. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I just want to kick that dog sometimes. I'm like, yeah. quit laughing. Not everything's a gotcha joke. But that'd be animal abuse. No, a lot, of these, even allowed in the cartoon a lot of these voices here are ones that we've seen in all these cartoons. You know, Hamilton Camp, Charlie Adler, uh, Dawes Butler, stuff like that. Um, but there's one interesting one here, and I don't know if you'll know her name, but Edie McClure. Do you know who that is? Edie McClure. Oh, God, why does that sound so familiar? Oh, all the cool kids love Ferris Bueller. He's a real righteous dude. <laughs> That's it. Yes, of course. Oh, my God. Yeah, I heard her voice in almost everything, too. Yeah, I didn't know she ever did oh, any yeah, animated voice work. Oh, no. I remember she on uh, Life with Louie, uh, the uh, Louie Anderson uh, cartoon. Uh -huh. I, know she, I know she was the mom on that. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. Um, that's one we're going to get to eventually, too. Bobby's World and, uh, um, like, you know, the ones where it was based around a celebrity's character they created. Like Life of Louie, uh, what's the one with Bruce Willis? Kid Bruno or something like that. And there's Wayne Head with uh, the Wayne's brothers. Yes. Okay, I definitely remember uh, Bruno where he's, like, a secret agent. And yeah. Like, his, like, and when he, like, uh, talks to the agency, he uses, like, a 3D sculpture of uh, Bruce Willis <laughs> doing something like he's switching or something. <laughs> Um, oh, man. You know what? Let, let's pause the show real quick and tell people this is – I'm going to say this is the final run of the show. Um, what we have planned next – and, and Brandon uh, – uh, oh, my God. I called you Brandon, my coworker. Jeez. I'm sorry, Jacob. I'm so sorry. I've been cheating on you. Um, I think it's too late. I think I'm just getting Apologize. Uh, too late <laughs> to apologize. Um so the final episodes we decided on to end in February with is the next one is a Ralph Bakshi episode. We're going to discuss the last five films of his filmography that we have not done yet. Um, Ruby Spears uh, is going to be one. Uh, actually, it's probably going to be two episodes because they did so many cartoons in the 80s. What was... Damn it. I even texted you last night with the fucking episodes. I should have written this down. We're doing the, uh, the primetime cartoons that was part of the boom of the 90s. Uh, that'll probably be two right. episodes, and that's it. Five episodes left. I got I, one with my sister we're doing. Am I missing one? I feel like I'm missing one. Yeah, no, I definitely have the... Well, I did look up the link. Uh, I do have the links. Do you have a links? You, uh, you have a cat? Is that legal? Can you own a links? I wish, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm a big no, bag I own a tiger. Swear. I own a Bengal tiger, and that's why some of these dogs that... You a know, bangle. Get out of control. You got a bangle tiger. Oh, we are yeah. missing one. I forgot. We are also doing the space ones. Uh, Invader Zim, Duck Dodgers, and Tripping the Rift. Oh, yes. Oh, God. Invader Zim. I'll definitely have to rewatch that one. But well, my God. it's in our voodoo. Mm -hmm. We share voodoo, everybody. We're secretly married. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's just like... <laughs> just like Dr. Marston and the Wonder Woman. The um, It's a polygamous kind of thing. So, yeah, that's basically it. But I am going to do a Kickstarter. Uh, I need new equipment. I, I mean, seriously, you can tell the audio quality has dropped over the last couple of years. Everything's falling apart. 
so this is what's gonna be. It's gonna be a Kickstarter for another season. We'll do uh, twelve episodes, but it's based on how much we get. So every ten dollars we get in the Kickstarter unlocks an episode. So I mean, it, it maybe sound like a dick, but I've been doing this. We, you and I have been doing this free for six years now, and it's your time. It's my time. I mean, I love doing. It. I love hanging out with you, but at the same time. Everything's falling apart, and I would love to pay. I mean, the, the sheer amount of money that I put into the hosting site, Libsyn, which has been a big bag of dicks lately. Fuck you, Libsyn. I'm going to move somewhere else. Um, but that's what it's going to be. We're going to put a Kickstarter up in uh, February, and just the max is $120. Uh, each $10, like I said, uh, unlocks um, You know, each episode. Half of it goes to him because he's had to pay for stuff, you know, equipment and stuff like that, and his phone... And uh, I just want to get a new recorder, and we do kind of want to move on to other things, but we get it if you want to continue. So what happens is you pay for an episode. You are the executive producer of that season, I mean, of that episode. If you want to pay for the whole thing, you are the executive producer of that season. Uh, we give you shout-out in the episode. Say you present this. Um, if you just want to contribute a little bit, like a buck or two, we just name you at the end of the episode as a contributor. You know, you're basically like a Patreon. That's going to be how it's going to go. Otherwise, uh, if it doesn't work, we're just going to move all our animation discussion over to our new show. And we'll probably just do one cartoon at a time instead of a block. So it'll be like 10-minute segments of that show. Oh, sounds dandy as candy. I, <laughs> I wasn't sure you that. Oh, sounded like either you had really bad gas or it was a really bad idea. <laughs> Oh, no, I was just reading up on something. I was looking at, like, some of the Ruby Spear stuff. I was like, did we ever discuss the Superman that they did, that uh, they worked on? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, the only thing we ever discussed was the 90s series. And I'm not even sure you and I discussed it. I feel like I did it with someone else when you were off working a lot. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, some of these I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't, we never discussed the 80s one for sure. It's probably on the DC app. Okay, so um, where were we? Uh, talking about Yogi Bear. Uh, so after that is, um, this is the one I don't remember, the new Yogi Bear show. I'm sure it's just another repackage. I couldn't find a clip of it. I didn't send any to you, so we did not see this one. Yeah, I'm not even sure it was, like, that new. It was, like, it was probably, like, recycled stuff and just, you know, given a nice paint job. Um, no, it's actually all it brand new. Like was... This is when Dawes Butler oh. had passed away and his voice was taken over by Greg Burson, who I have no idea who that is. It was a brand new Sounds show, and they did um, 45 episodes, so basically two seasons worth. Of course, geez, people, Frank Welker, every single fucking episode, take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> take a fucking drink. Right at this point, it's like, we love you, Frank, and it's all for the sake of you. Yeah, Come I on, gang, let's go investigate. Greg Burson is, but he did do a lot of voice work. Wow. Um, I Yabba Dabba Do? That must be a movie about the early days when they got married. It was. it was. It was a prequel. Oh, wow. Um, but I noticed another voice in this. Again, we have all the regular people, but we have one that's interesting. is Miriam Flynn, who was Cousin Eddie's wife in the National Lampoon movies. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. The put-upon... What, what, what did she have by the time Vegas Vacation came out? Twelve kids? I still don't understand how that movie worked. Did they just... All the kids just start over again, or did they have new kids? I don't get it. I think, uh, actually, yeah, no, they did have the older kids, two of them. <laughs> yeah, I remember, okay, so going Rusty back to the first was 16 movie, 16 for like 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god, I know. It's like time just froze, uh, just like froze for them. Yeah. It's like I don't know. Maybe they were just like you know, uh, freeze dried. Yeah, it's out. so weird they didn't let the kids grow up. It just seems so bizarre to me. It's like uh, maybe it's because they need to keep the four of them together. I don't know. Yeah, no, it had to be. I mean, geez. and then I think uh, the kids in Vegas vacation. I'm like, oh my gosh, these these are their kids now. Mr. Like, Papa Giorgio. See... <laughs> <laughs> You're from Yuma, Arizona. <laughs> um, so uh, the last one that I watched, and I don't know if I sent you a clip or not, but I absolutely really enjoyed this one because it was so unusual, is Yo Yogi, which is more of an update. It has some hip-hop opening and stuff like that to Yogi Bear. Did I send you clips of that? Yes, I did. I watched that one. And I think the episode they were going through the um, – the brand new mall that was opening. I guess there was an invisible bandit. <laughs> and yeah, just kind of like with what they were doing with the uh, partner named Scooby-Doo and Flintstone kids. And oh God, what was it? The Muppet babies. They were all following. It was following that trend. Yeah. And of course, Dick young Dastardly them up. is still there. Exactly. And Dick Dastardly is there being a dick as always. Dick. Even though he wasn't the bad guy in this one. <laughs> but he tried to be. <laughs> the um, So they did some of this was in 3D for a special episode. That was interesting. Like uh, the serial company would give out free 3D glasses. So you can watch it. But this wasn't successful. It aired right before uh, Saved by the Bell. And I think this was NBC was starting to move away from cartoons anyway. But once you get to Saved by the Bell, you're aging out. I feel like Yo-Yogi should have been on a couple hours earlier in order to be successful. Yeah, no, like I said, it was just bad timing. Just like with, uh, God, uh, Tron Uprising. I mean, it's first time slot, great. Millions of views. Then they put it on later. Only a hundred, few hundred thousand views. You messed up big time. <laughs> Speaking of 3D, uh, the Yogi Bear movie came out when 3D just exploded. Uh, who knew? And then, I mean, 3D is still around, but no one talks about it. I mean, when's the last time you saw a movie in 3D? I would have to say... I. Think Avengers Endgame. It's usually all the big um, special effects, like you know, summer blockbusters. Yeah. And Star Wars. Let's not forget Star Wars. I'm gonna tell you this: the last movie, <laughs> the last movie I saw in 3D, you're gonna laugh because it doesn't seem like the kind of movie you'd see in 3D. But it was um, Harold and Kumar Christmas. <laughs> oh my god! They oh wait did they oh wait no I think this is when uh, 3D was blowing up again. It is, yeah, so, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. no, 3D's died down now. See, okay, so there's been, there was a 50s uh, 3D that lasted about five years, and that died off, and there was a brief one in the early 80s, from like 82 to 84, they had a burst of 3D movies and a couple 3D specials, and then it died again, and then it, we had we had the third Spy Kids, that was in 3D, but that didn't take off. It wasn't until, I want to say, Journey to the Center of the Earth, where people were talking about 3D again, and then, of course, yeah. Avatar just blew up everything. Yes, it did. And it go, and it gave faith that people still want to go to the movies. Oh, well, it gave directors faith that people still want to go to the cinema. Yeah. Which, you know. Yeah, yeah where were you with Battle Angel Alita, damn it? Should have been there, bastards. we get a sequel. Yeah, I know. Well, I was there. I saw it in the theater. Okay, well, you it. were there. I wasn't. So I'm being a hypocrite <laughs> right now. Actually, I should tell you this, but I hate going to the theaters. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. Battle Angel. Or, uh, sorry. What is it called? Alita Battle Angel. Alita Battle Angel. I did. It did. It had its heart, and I, I have to say it's definitely one of Robert Rodriguez's uh, finest films. Oh, yeah, and he's not particularly known for doing great movies. He usually does fun movies, and I was actually surprised that it was both. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and then let's not forget, like, bizarre, gory, you know, pulp, uh, grindhouse films. Yeah. The, um, the Yogi Bear movie is much hated. 
It was torn apart by critics. Everybody I knew hated it. It did okay at the theaters. I think it made its money back. But obviously it didn't launch a franchise, and I held off from watching it because I just heard bad things. I watched it for this episode. I liked it a lot. Yogi Bear looks like you know, pretty ugly. But the story itself and the comedy is great. Oh, yeah, no. And you've actually got Dan Eckert and Justin Timberlake as the voice of Yogi and Boo Boo, uh-huh. respectively. And Tom Cavanaugh and uh, Anna Ferris. And that one guy. That one guy usually annoys the shit at me from Silicon Valley. What's his name? Uh, the one guy uh, kicked T.J. Miller? T.J. Miller. It was all really just entertaining. Um, Andy Daly was the villain. Um, it's just, it moves at a quick pace. It had a very good plot and, uh, you know, about saving the park. I mean, it's a little obvious, but the way they did it, I think, worked really well. And uh, I say check it out. Just be very clear that uh, they did not do enough rendering on that fur. It looks weird. No, they didn't. I mean, yeah, they tried to still go with that like cartoony shape and everything, but it's like at least give it some kind of realism to detail. Or well, it's either go realistic or dive backwards like the way they did with Sonic. They knew they screwed up. Oh! I mean, Sonic God. the Hedgehog, look, it looks great now. It looked like shit before. Oh, my God, yes. But they, they did. Yeah, no, it's... Just make it look like the original creation. Don't, you don't have to make it photorealistic. Just make it fun looking. Right, exactly. I mean, as far as it goes with Sonic, yeah, they were definitely trying to go a little more practical. I'm like, no. Like, this is straight up fantasy. I mean, I'm like, it's, it could look worse. It could look a lot worse, but, you know, shit. But then now the redesign looks amazing, and it gives me hope. Plus, you know, Jim Carrey being done a Robotnik, I'm like, okay, I definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very glad I to see Jim Carrey be wild and crazy again. Exactly. I Sir, know. I, I mean, bought you a like... goat milk frappe. Do you want it? He goes, yes, I want it, but I don't want to know how it's made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's, that's the thing, though. Like, he's definitely, like, you know, stuck behind the scenes, and then he had that, you know, uh, show on Showtime. Uh, and now, like, being back on the big screen, I'm like, it's good to see him there. Yeah, I think he just needed a break. He was, I think, burnt out by what they were asking him to do. And he wanted to do more complex movies, but no one had accepted them. And so he just needed to walk away for a while. And he, sometimes you got to... Uh, I'm just worried about him. Because he seems like the kind of guy that's severely depressed. He's got a Robin Williams factor to him. With all that wild, crazy behavior, he's got something messed up about him. And I kind of understand, because that's kind of the way I am. Yeah, no, it definitely happens to the best of us, too. Yeah. Ugh. And, yeah, no, he definitely needed a break, and quite honestly, like, he would still be his silly self. Especially when you see him on In Living Color, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Yogi Bear uh, TV series that's coming, um, it's, it's supposed to revive oh. the character because right now it's been kind of, it's been dormant for almost a decade. There hasn't been specials, there hasn't been movies. He's only made a couple cameos in the movie, like I said, didn't do as well as they thought it would. Here's the weirdest thing is the uh, streaming-only app, HBO Max, is reviving it in a uh, cartoon called uh, Jellystone. So it was going to be like the Smallville of... <laughs> of I don't understand. If they're going to start naming cartoons after where they were, that seems like that's like, uh, oh, is this going to be like the origin story of Yogi Bear? <laughs> is it going to be dark yeah, and complex? Yeah, exactly. Or is it going to be watered-down soap opera just like everything on CW? Uh, oh, no, no. It's going it's to be the early days when him and Ranger Smith were best friends, and they both go in different directions and become arch-nemesis. Exactly. You know, but hey, I mean, bears do age faster than humans, right? Oh, wait, wait. What if, what if uh, since they're Warner Brothers guys, why not have Michael Rosenbaum play Yogi Bear because he's funny, he can pull it off, and then have Tom Welling play Ranger Smith? That would be freaking perfect. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm down right for now. it. Yeah, I'm um, so down. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't expect the episode to be this short, but we've kind of hit the end of the the Yogi Bear discussion. Anything else you want to say before we go? Well, Yogi, I'm sorry, but all things great things must come to an end, just like this episode. And thankfully, my irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, it's so horrible to live with. You should grab that little kid, Stewie. He wipes it up clean. <laughs> that bald head, it's just so smooth. You know, I just might have to. I just might have to consider it. And after that, if you're in the mood, you can nibble on his head a little bit. I don't. <laughs> He'll fit the picnic I, basket. I just need healthy fats and fibers in my diet. Thank you. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Oh my god, let me out of here, Yogi. You know my height it makes me... <laughs> doesn't give me that climbing advantage. I'm trying to think of any other I'm serial. Like a... Trying to think of other serial killer stuff to say with Yogi Bear's voice, but it just isn't working. I don't. I don't know anything else. <laughs> <laughs> All work and no play makes Yogi a doll boy. Right <laughs> <laughs> your case, bear. <laughs> I got nothing else. The neighbors probably think I've lost my fucking mind. <laughs> Wait. Welcome to primetime, bitch! <laughs> Welcome to primetime, bitch! <laughs> I've got your boyfriend now! <laughs> Did Chucky ever have a tattoo? Yeah, well, I mean, he does, but he always does the baby voice. I'm your friend to the end! <laughs> and then and Boob is like, This is the end, my friend. <laughs> Oh my god. Do you like scary movies? I do. They're great. <laughs> oh my god. One, one, two. Yogi's coming for you. <laughs> I got, my, my jaw hurts now from doing that. You have to hold your throat in a special way. Ah, I wish I should know because I spent a lot of times down at the dock. <laughs> Listen, there's a sketch on the state where it's just 30 different versions of that song. It's like it's a whole album of different versions of sitting on the dock of the bay. Um, all right, everybody. So, like I said, we're we got some more episodes to go before we end our run. If you want a season seven, you gotta let us know and show us. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna say show me the money. Uh, show me the greens. Pass it my way. We'll have a Kickstarter. If you don't want it, I understand. Um, if you do want it, hey, hey, hey. I'm looking at you, pretty face. All that money, pass it over. Michael, you're such a whore right now. <laughs> I am. I'm just whoring it up. At the Hotel California. Um, I'm your private dancer. Dancing, dancing for, for money. money. Do what you want me to do. I forgot what the words were. But I won't do that. <laughs> no, no. I want it that way. Tell me why. <laughs> I think they get the idea. I know, but I was trying to think of another song that started with the word why, and it's not going to why. Do fools fall in love? Yeah, there you go. Um, wow, I, I told you about the fact that all the songs that play at work, uh, if they say the word love, that I replace it with the word blood. It's very enjoyable. I'm all out of blood. And I'm so lost without it. <laughs> well, yeah, now you're going to die. <laughs> um, 
now we're playing Christmas music and I can't stand it. Here's the creepiest part. We, we don't even have any recent Christmas songs. We only have songs from like the 40s and 50s. The newest one we have is Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. And I just keep thinking, everybody who I'm listening to right now is dead. Every single last... Oh, wait, is that Wayne Newton? Is Wayne Newton dead? He might be dead. I'm not no, sure. he's still kicking. Is he? Okay. I still can't believe that's his voice. Uh, it shocks. Shocks me. Hey, this is clearly filler. Okay, everybody. Uh, check us out on Facebook under Back in Tunes. And uh, Jacob, send us out. All right, everybody. Have a good night. I'm saying good luck. Have a happy holiday. Oh, I'm supposed to say something, aren't I? Uh, be excellent to each other. I was trying to think of something else gross to say in, y in Yogi Bear voice before I hung up, but I got nothing. All right, good night.